Manimal here. It's Thursday, October 26th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to talk about the NLCS, the managerial openings and closings. We're also going to talk about Mitch Garver and the Bean Balls, and then we're going to finish up talking about the Diamondbacks a little bit. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Jack Leiter, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. We want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. Texas Rangers, American League champions. The banner, no matter what happens, is going up in that new stadium. I couldn't be more pumped about it. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. If you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. If you want to catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, you can find us at TX Rangers WTB. If you want to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And joining me, my co-host, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? Where can they find you on socials? Do you think any Rangers are going to miss time from too much champagne to the face? Well, first of all, I don't think any Ranger is going to miss any time for champagne to the face. Bochi might miss a little bit of a meeting, uh, in the, or he might have missed a little bit of a meeting on Tuesday morning from being blind, from being old school and just taking, <laughs> taking all that champagne and beer right to the eye piece. But... You know, you got to think when you've won three world championships, taking another couple of teams to the the uh, World Series, that you're pretty used to getting sprayed in the face with champagne and beer. So I think the Boach man, he's doing all right. Uh, but yeah, big, big time to see the Rangers celebrating the other night. I know we were talking about it as it was going on, but like just to kind of go back and recapture that and watching them plant the Texas Rangers flag on in Minute Maid Park and being the American <laughs> League champions. And, and I mean, you know, all year long, what did we hear? We heard, oh, well, you're just beating the Royals and the A's and, and the bad teams. Wait till you play some, ba- some good teams. And then the Rangers mm. did well enough to keep themselves way out in front of it through most stretches of the season. And it was like, oh, wait till we get to September. And man, you know what? They, they were right, right? The Rangers blew it up a little bit, kind of kind of fell apart, but they got their chance to go back into Houston and do exactly what they needed to do. And, and you know, let's just hope in the World Series that the Rangers can at least win one home game huh. to, to make sure to make sure that that, uh, that road record holds holds for a world series but i'm doing great man i mean we're having a we're having a good time over here just watching baseball and enjoying it we're watching the mavs tonight uh, mm-hmm. uh you know because uh we didn't want to get up early tomorrow and talk about rangers especially when we didn't have a game that we had to wait for or anything yeah exactly but, uh, but anyways if people want to find me on social uh also the social medias you, uh, that's Jerry Jones talk right there. Okay. Social media's. You okay. got to use okay. instead of D's, you use J's. Oh, okay, okay, media's. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, stadium. You know, like ah. I just love Jerry so much, but mm. not mostly for his vernacular. Vernacular. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know Jerry. Uh, yeah, social. My social media's. They're uh, Manimal Bull on on the X, Twitter, whatever you call it. I'll call it. 
um, Manimal 300 on Instagram and both TikTok and Facebook at Bull Pro. So whatever your favorite line of the socials are, you hit me up on there. We'll talk Rangers baseball. I've been talking baseball with lots of people this last week, and it's mm. been it's been really fun. And uh, we've we've enjoyed all those moments, especially watching Astros fans Ooh. like talk about how the silver boot is more important than the ALCS now. Mm. They don't have that. Come mm. on, get out yeah, of here. Yeah, that's like that's like our our friend oh. from the last show. Trying to tell us that the uh, the ALCSs are better than a World Series. Uh, he was, on, he, was he was trying to pump that today or yesterday. I saw it on there. Yeah, I, it wouldn't there. Be as, like, yeah, I know. I, I forgot what that. I forgot what it was. Oh, you could make it, it was. Today. It won't be as satisfying beating the Diamondbacks as the Astros, right? Yeah. Oh, come on! Please oh, stop! Please yeah. stop! Please. Stop. It will be. It'll be absolutely just as satisfying beating the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes. Uh, if indeed that does happen. Because, uh, you know, then we'll do something we that's never been done. We, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but the Arizona Diamondbacks did right by us, didn't they, buddy? Oh, my goodness. Well, OK, so let me let me let me set the stage here. So I don't know what was going on, but you were doing one of your traveling so things in uh, in February. My wife's cousin was getting married in Reno, Nevada. Yeah. And so the missus and I went up there to Reno, Nevada, and we're hanging out in the casino. And I don't really gamble. Yep. So there's not a lot for me to do. So I was just sitting in the book all week, just looking at different things, looking at different things. And, and I'm putting together the teams that I think are going to do some things against this spread and all of that stuff. And, you know, I wasn't betting on the New York Mets and teams that I didn't know what they were going to do because I remember I wasn't sold on those Mets even with. You know I was moves they made. You know I was, and um, and you know it's it's going off at a big number for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks to win the National League, uh-huh. and I, I hit you up and I was like, hey man, like a ten dollar bet's gonna win you like six hundred bucks on on the Diamondbacks winning the NLCS, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, put me down for ten. So I went over, I put twenty dollars on the Arizona Diamondbacks to win the National League. I also put some money on them to make the playoffs. I put some money on the Rangers to make the playoffs. Um, the only ones that I didn't hit on that I bet on were Josh Young to win the Rookie of the Year, which that's still not out of the question. Nope, not out of the and question. And then the Diamondbacks to win the NL West. So I got a little overzealous with where they would finish in the division, but I was right on target with them sweeping the Dodgers, sweeping the Brewers, and uh, beating the Phillies in seven. So uh, – I had no idea what happened that way, but luckily the Diamondbacks came through for us. Yeah, pretty awesome. Pretty cool. I, I want to say that's the first time I think I've ever bet, like my first sports bet ever. But it just it just seemed like such a good bet, man. I was just like, I'm not I, – I, I think the Diamondbacks are going to be pretty good, especially because remember well, we, we did around the about, league. Remember we yeah, did around the league. Yeah, we talked about Merrill Kelly and we had talked about Zach Gallen and Cattell Marte and all the good players that – Arizona had and you know they, they had questions just like the Rangers bullpen stuff like that their bullpen kind of came together at the right time with uh, Ginkle and Seawald and you know I mean those guys weren't even really on the team or part of the team when I made this bet so you know kind of similar to the Rangers where you know guys like Chapman and Spores who maybe we didn't know that would be getting outs for the Rangers late in games or getting outs for the Rangers but we knew they had good starting pitching uh, our boy P-Fat or 
or fought. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's done really good for them in the postseason as a rookie that kind of got blown up. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. Good on the Diamondbacks. And thank you to uh, Tori Lovello and the boys out there in Phoenix for hooking the old manimal up. <laughs> oh, and your, and your boy, Kev. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so let's And talk- what people don't know is, is that about two hours after that game ended, Mm-hmm. It turned right into Kevin's birthday, so that was like quite a quite, quite a birthday gift. Yeah, for, for, and for and Kev. and I have you to thank for that because I would have not even it wouldn't have been on my radar, but again, it was just such a it feel it really felt like a slam dunk to me. I was just like, that's that's a heck of well, yeah. That's in this worst case scenario, you're out ten bucks, you know. Yeah, it just like, seemed like a, a heck of a bet to me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and that was me too. I mean, uh, even up till last night, I was like, well, worst case scenario, it's twenty bucks. Yep. Yep. But yeah. But anyways, you know, we had a, we had a good time talking about that, and you know, the Diamondbacks did us right, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, sports writers will do me right one more time and give Josh Young that Rookie of the Year. But heck I yeah. Think well, hey, we're gonna talk about some postseason awards for the Rangers, uh, a little bit later. But why don't we talk a little bit around the league? I think the first thing, the most intriguing story to me is that it sounds like Dusty Baker's going to hang it up. And uh, it, it kind of feels like something after that, that home run from Altuve, it felt like that was kind of like, this is the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It kind of didn't feel that way. I mean, the Astros, they've still next year got one more year with Bregman and Altuve locked up. But after that, they're going to have to make a decision on, on those guys. And who knows, you know, if they'll bring Bregman back on what he's going to probably, you know, get as far as free agents go, because next year him and Altuve are going to be the top two free agents. And I see Altuve probably as the guy that they would bring back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll just kind of see um, next year. They're still going to be really good. I mean, this is going to be a really uh, lucrative job and it's, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that want this job because the, the Astros, you know, at least for next year, they're probably not going anywhere. And, yeah. you know, barring a bunch of injuries and, and all of that, you know, I mean, they're still going to have a really hefty lineup with, you know, Altuve, Alvarez, Tucker, Bregman. Those guys are all going to be back and all be back in that lineup. So, yeah, you know, they're still going to have the pitching. young pitching, too. Yeah. And then they're, but, you know, the, and then now they're going to be anchored by Verlander, who's got one more year there and just kind of see how things go. And, you know, I mean, they'll be a fun team at the, in the offseason to kind of see how they how they go. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, when when March and April roll around next year, you know, screw those guys. Yeah. go Rangers. Yeah, no, definitely screw those guys. Go Rangers. Uh, a couple of other jobs look like they're going to be uh, opening up as well uh, in the uh, in the American League. Or just well, in the major uh, league. No, general. National League. Yeah, national in general. League Sorry about that. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the National League. Bob Melvin took that San Francisco job. And this is the second time that Bob Bob Melvin's been with a club in the last couple of years and left that club for another club because he left Oakland to go to San Diego. And now he's leaving San Diego to, to go to San Francisco. And, you know, maybe he's trying to follow in Bochy's steps and get things right back up there in San Francisco, you know and go from San Diego to San Francisco. And who knows, maybe in five or 10 years, Bob Melvin will be here. Uh, well, you know what <laughs> I find really interesting and... about the about that is that um, it, it, it kind of feels like things have soured a little bit in San Diego. And maybe Bob Melvin's like uh, trying to hop off yeah. the, hop off well, the kind of thing. 
Yeah, and kind of by all accounts, you know, I mean, it, it's like that was his dream job. That's where he wanted to be. And like San Diego was kind of a stepping stone towards that. And, you know, he was already in the Bay Area with Oakland. So, you know, he probably loved the area because how can you go to the Bay and not love it, you know? Sure. And I mean, and when when money's no object, you know, uh, it ain't a big deal to live in the San Francisco Bay Area. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the San Diego job, it's interesting because you're going to have Juan Soto next year, most likely. You're going to have Fernando Tatis Jr. You've still got, they spent money on Bogertz. They, you know, there's a lot of pieces in that, in that uh, San Diego, you know, they got Darvish locked down. They've got, uh, um, Musgrove and Nick Martinez. I mean, there's pieces over there. Yeah. So, you know, maybe the right head coach, they come in. And you know who I was thinking it might be is a, that Schilt guy, remember, from the Cardinals a couple of years ago that got fired after making the playoffs? Okay, okay. I can't think of his first name. But he's with San Diego now, and he might be a guy that runs right into that position and, and, and does something with San Diego because he's kind of a easygoing dude that kind of lets guys do what they want to do and as long as they're playing good ball. So, you know, he might get an opportunity to – at least interview for that thing. Hmm. And not a bad, I I was, you know, it's funny you bring that up. I, I was thinking like they might, they might do well with kind of a younger coach, uh, you know, fresh set of eyes kind of thing. Um, but I think they've got some talent, but, but uh, I, I think you're seeing a little bit of the guard changing a little bit too in baseball. So, um, and, and again, the, we'll, we'll, it's going to, we'll have a lot of time to talk about off season, but um, that's, that's about what we got there. Um, and then we didn't really much talk much about that Phillies um, Arizona game, you know, being a Cowboys. What a game though. That was a good baseball game. Uh, the, the Diamondbacks bullpen really put that thing on ice. Well, being a Cowboys fan watching uh, anytime I can watch Philadelphia fans suffer. Um, it, it's, <laughs> it's always, fine, right? a, it's yeah. always a good time for me. I, I'm really not a Phillies hater uh, too much. They don't bother me that much, but because they, they reside in that state uh, that that hates me and hates my team. Um, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I know how much the 76ers hate the Mavs. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? No, no. Okay. We're talking about the NFC East. Definitely we? talking about the <laughs> NFC East. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. I, so- I get that for sure. I get it. And they were they were awfully upset last night leaving the stadium. I, I, got, I was watching some of these videos of a dude interviewing people uh-huh. right after the loss and – I mean, lots of people saying that maybe the Phillies shouldn't even play baseball anymore. <laughs> Does not surprise me, man. Doesn't surprise me at all to see. Phillies. You heard a lot of go birds, right? <laughs> you it, it heard just, a lot of go birds. It just doesn't surprise me to see Philly fans, um, you know, or Philadelphia fans losing their cool over stuff, man. It just doesn't. They, they, if they're not winning, then it's it's end of the world, you know. Um, yeah, it was much more surprising to to see all the Astro hate and and co- uh, uncoping abilities than it was Philly, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, Philly's going to do it. You didn't know that Houston was. I guess they'd won so much lately that you for you, they'd forgotten what it was kind of like to be humble. Yeah, and I think there's that there's a little element of like entitledness uh, going on there. Uh, when it comes to the, to Houston, and I don't know, man. You know, like uh, I I wonder, like I I I I didn't realize Houston fans were that. I don't know, you know. I don't know. I I I, I never had a bad real, like a really bad impression of, impression of them 
until you know all this till this series and just kind of the well it became competitive again because it was there in in earlier in 15 16 17 it just wasn't on such a stage it was more in the in the division mm-hmm. but yeah no i mean i i get it and you know the rangers haven't been good in a while so you know they look at it as little bro and you know, when little bro comes back up and they're like, hey, remember, you, you're little bro. Because, <laughs> man, remember, I mean, 2011 through 16, the, the Rangers would win 17 games a year against the Astros. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, um, definitely just been a, a a wild ride for Houston. And, and again, I wish I could say, you know, hate to hate to see it happen to him because I don't. Um, you know, glad glad to see. Hey, glad watch to see watch out, most of our audience is Astro fans listening. <laughs> well, we were talking no, it's about. Not. I'm just but, kidding, but, but we do have some. We have a, we have quite a few that listen. Well, we were really talking about um, really talking about Philly uh, and and Arizona, and and again, I I think Arizona is going to be Arizona Texas is going to be a heck of a series, and 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 it could be a sign of maybe kind of some things to come for the for the future of. Um, of MLB because I, I think I think these two teams have a lot in common, um, and, and you have a lot of like kind of similarities with these two teams. And we'll talk about it as we get talking about the Arizona Diamondbacks some more. But they're a real kind of small ball type team that gets runners over and gets runners in. You know, they they steal bases and they sacrifice and they and then they come up with big clutch two out hits with runners in scoring position. So that's the type of team that you know. They're dangerous because they can do that to bullpen hands, and the Rangers' bullpen hands are definitely susceptible to that. Yeah, and they they really do play scrappy ball, and they kind of have like they don't really have anything that's they do great, but they do a, they do a lot well, and and they're very and they don't have, and they don't rely uh, at all really on one person. There's not one guy that really carries the load for them I guess maybe Cattell Marte or Corbin Carroll but those guys are really just cogs in the wheel that keep the lineup turning over and you know I mean they're going to be they're going to be a tough team and you know we saw them quite a bit in the regular season a couple of different series and they score runs and when they don't score runs they scrap runs yeah and uh, I mean I remember Cattell Marte got to Chapman um, in the ninth inning of one game well that probably isn't going to happen in the playoffs so you know, so we'll just kind of see. It's going to be a fun series. I, I love it. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to say today what I what I've got for you on who's going to win just yet. But you know who I know who's going to win. Mm, who's going to win? Brick Savage. Oh, why is that? Well, because everyone's just terrified of him. That's true. And there's only one guy that you really think can get in his way. Yeah. And he hurt that guy the last time he saw him. Yeah, Big Damo. So Big Damo, you know, I don't know. He might be on the shelf for the Winter Classic. But they're going to pair up random teams at uh, and make a tournament out of it. And uh, at the end of it, we're going to give a big Stanley Cup out mm. to the winning team. And they're going to get to enjoy that cup for one year. And then next year when we do it again, that cup will move on. And we're going to kind of have like a little – uh, I like the idea of the Stanley Cup, mm. uh, you know, and, and the first uh, the first ring this year will go to whoever wins the tournament on December 1st 
Friday night, December 1st at Martin House Brewing Company. Um, big time show. The Winter Classic is what it's called. And every winter we're going to do this. And uh, after after this year, whoever wins this year, their name will go on the cup. And uh, this next year, when it happens again, whoever wins that, they'll get the cup for one year. And they will uh, they their name will go on it once they're once they relinquish the cup. So it's a cool, cool idea. I really like it. I'm, I'm digging it. Jason's got some, some fun ideas in the bag and don't tell anybody I said his name on the podcast. Nobody know it's him or whatever, but, uh, but bottom line is February or Friday, Friday, December 1st. It's a big show at the Martin house brewing. Our uh, friends of starry ice cream will be out there with all the delicious treats. We'll have food trucks on site. Mm. So, Get there early. Have some body slammer beer, the new, the brand new Matt War Pro beer, bottled and brewed by Martin House Brewing, right there in uh, East Fort Worth, right off of One Twenty One, just right over there by the Top Golf. Mm. So come on out, February first is going to be a big time. Yeah, absolutely. I love love this venue. Uh, so far, it's been my favorite venue that we've been at. So. Uh, pretty pumped about getting to go and do that, and and I I'm I'm excited to see who your tag partner is going to be. Man, I'm hoping I pull brick right. Oh my gosh, dude! I hope you do. Too. Imagine that. Team. I might. Yeah, me. We might. Me and the because uh, me and the little bear. We might dress up as like manimal and brick. Like we might. We might Love come it. dress up as you guys. But anyways, um, well, let's talk a little bit of Rangers. I think the big news on everybody's mind right now is uh, how is Mitch Garver. That's the, well, that's uh, the news. Yeah, the uh, the X-rays came back negative, so that's a good sign. He said he's feeling all right. Uh, one thing he did say that uh, you know it, it it's it rang true with me because in a situation like in a situation like this, you're not thinking anybody's hitting anybody on purpose or anything like that. But the situation was different here. I think it was a, a little bit different because you're talking about a game that was getting out of hand. You're talking about a guy that's that had no control issues in his entire career. Yeah. Or at least this year for sure. And now you're saying, oh, this guy is hitting batters with his fastball that he hit one batter all season long with the fastball. Uh, it's it's just weird. And, you know, Mitch kind of made mention of it too. And, you know, the ball game was getting out of hand. And it was an opportunity for Brian Abreu to go back up and in. And I feel like he took it. And I kind of feel like Mitch Garver felt that same way. No, and you know I feel this way. I was right. I was and completely it's... clear that I thought this this was intentional. If this guy had never, if this guy had control issues and all that kind of thing, you know, I'm 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 kind of with you. It's like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> go out there and just say I think somebody's trying to hit people just just to say it and to stir stuff just, up, you know. Like, but yeah, but it, and... it just didn't make any sense, man. And it's it like when you look earlier or you you look later in the game when Chapman hit Chaz McCormick. Mm-hmm. Dude, you saw him pull that ball by a mile. He didn't do that, like, out of intent. He just pulled that ball by a mile and it, and it flew inside on it. And he overthrew. But Brian Abreu wasn't overthrowing. He wasn't trying to get somebody out. This was, Again, I think it was in a 1-0 count or something like that. Uh, it, it just – it wasn't the same thing. Jazz McCormick and, and Araldus Chapman there later on, that's an 0-2 count. You yeah. ain't trying to hit somebody in an 0-2 count when you're five outs away from the World Series. 
I, I'm gonna be so, real with you. I, I think I, I and this is just my humble, humble opinion, but I, I think they were all intentional. I, I don't think one of those. I, I, I've watched 160, not 160, about 150 games for for legit this year, and in that time period, I've not seen this many batters get hit in that short a period of time by really high quality pitchers, good pitchers, guys that, that are, you know, some of the best pitchers in the league. Uh, yeah. I know Chappie can be a little bit wild. I, I do, but I also, if you ask me, man, like my, my thoughts are, is this was the one on Seager was the one that made me the maddest because again, he's such an important part of this team and we wouldn't be where we are without him. And uh, that one felt intentional to me. Uh, I, I just, Again, and, and this is my rationale. Of course, the the first thing that's going to get said is that, oh well, why would why would why would you do that? You know, in that situation with the bases loaded, right? It doesn't make and any the, sense. Another run, right? Yeah. And 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 the, I have a great response to that. Is that it, you're already on the on the you already got heat, like you're already got the radar on you. You have to throw at people when it's the least obvious possible. And that's kind of the way that that's my rationale behind thinking that um, that a little bit of that stuff was I, I think they were throwing at each other. I think just board, just straightforward. I think those teams were both chunking at each other. And, you know, I don't think the umpires wanted to throw uh, everybody out and just totally ruin the whole series. And I just think they put up with it. But if you ask me, man, like that was all. All that was was pitchers throwing it at everybody, and and it's baseball. You know, at the end of the day, it's baseball. But if I'm I'm okay with it because all my guys came out, um, you know, unscathed. unscathed. Yes, but if any of those guys are hurt, man, uh, you know, it's it's a whole yeah, I mean, a whole nother. Carver's got game. broken ribs. You're pissed, you know. A whole nother ball game. So, anyways, that's my two cents on it. Um, you know, I don't yeah, want to too much I don't on know. it. But, yeah, I guess really at the end of the day, the only people know are the guys in that dugout, the guys that made the call, and the pitchers who threw the ball. Yep, yep, you're right. No, you're right about that. And uh, you know, we'll we'll probably never know. Uh, but yeah, and we'll it'll be, I mean, be able to speculate. It's easy to make assumptions, and it's easy to look back and have you know twenty twenty hindsight on it. But I I don't think that we'll ever really know. But at the end of the day, I mean, uh, if 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 there was any silver lining, uh, you know, Chappie threw the hardest ball that's ever been thrown uh, <laughs> on on record to hit some guy. So, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, I think we won that battle, huh? Yeah, sorry. You got it me made me think there. of that. Like, it made me think of, like, you could actually see the, the ligaments, like, like the, the muscle and ligament, like, off of his calf when he hit the when he got hit there. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, man. Um, well, um, I, I feel like we've got more Rangers to talk about. I just don't. I don't have the run sheet in front of me right now. So we're, we're, we were gonna we were gonna sit, talk uh, um, about year end awards, but I think we should push that. Okay. I mean, if we, we were. Yeah, we're already way over time just sitting here talking. Okay. Well, then let's go ahead and hold off on that. Uh, I wanted to talk about them before they got released and at least give us a little chance to give a, a few predictions. Um, but we can hold off on those year year end year end awards. 
Um, let me tell you guys real quick about our, about our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys. We cover all things Rangers minor league. We know that those subscriptions are going up, and we know we have some content to churn out for you guys. But uh, like like we have kind of mentioned that we're we're really trying to focus on the Rangers right now. But I can guarantee you that as soon as this World Series is over, hopefully in our favor, uh, we're gonna have a ton of stuff uh, to cover in the minor leagues, and we're gonna be pumping out. We'll probably actually reel back. Uh, one of our one of our normal episodes to make sure that we at least have one solid uh, down the farm episode every single week uh, once we hit into the off seasons we just have nothing else to talk about uh, in the minor leagues so you can bank on that if you want to subscribe go to our website texasrangerswiththeboys.com one word or if you want to check out or you can go subscribe on Spotify. Uh, Let's close it out here. I don't. We don't have a game to preview. We we're, we'll have another day tomorrow. Yeah, to we'll talk about this we'll series here tomorrow. Yeah, we'll preview Friday's game tomorrow, which is tomorrow will be Friday. Right. Um, so we'll we'll preview tomorrow. We'll preview the game tomorrow. I I just wanted to take a minute to talk about the Diamondbacks, the little bit that I've seen them this year, the little mm. bit that they played with the Rangers. Um, I know they were on. They were they played. One time while I was on vacation, they were able to get to Zach Gallant and get a win against Zach Gallant. And then uh, uh, they they had the major league debut of Brandon Pfat, mm. uh, boy Fat over there. Yeah, fought, yeah, yeah. I want to say I think it's Fat is how you say it. Um, but uh, we we saw that earlier in the year, so we're going to see him probably in Game Three, matched up against Max Scherzer. And um, the second time around, a couple of close ball games. One went extra innings. If it goes extra innings this time, we won't have that clown show to deal with where they start a guy on second base. Like, how do you get there? You know? Yeah, like, yeah. You just, you just put an error on it, and then you give the, the pitcher an unearned run. That's, that's wow. wild, but whatever. That's crazy. You know, um, but you won't have that in the postseason. So they've matched up really well. They've had some fun games. Uh couple of high scoring games a couple of lower scoring games and a couple of you know three or four really good ball games out of that set so uh you know i'm looking forward to it they got some good players they got uh what's his face the first baseman christian javier the hell of a first baseman uh probably one of the best defenders in in all the game uh you know Cattell Marte is a really good player they've got uh geraldo geraldo perdoma who uh, has really started to come into his own this year. And then they've got the uh, steadfast Evan Longoria over at third base. And mm. he's, uh, he's been just such a good player his whole career. And, uh, you know, that rookie catcher, I can't remember his name. It might be Moreno. I'm not sure. But he's, he's, um, he's every bit as advertised as far as him being a top prospect. And then around the outfield, you know, they've got the uh, young, uh, is it Alec Thomas in center field that, you know, he's – He's a young guy, but he's a pretty decent player. And then Corbin Carroll, um, man in right field. Uh, not much of an arm out there, but he's going to get to a lot of stuff. And and then in left field, you know, I, I, I honestly, it's it's blanking on me who they've got out in left field. Well, we'll have plenty of time to cover this team and uh, get in depth of like you know position by position and just really talk talk a little bit more about about this uh, this squad. If you need a, a just a quick run through of uh, just maybe their maybe who they've got in their lineup, uh, looking at uh, Guriel is the left Lord field. Guriel Jr. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then of course you have Evan Longoria, uh, Perdomo at shortstop. The catcher is uh, you're talking about Moreno. 
obviously yeah. Walker uh, at first base. Uh, he was he was a nightmare uh, family. There, so uh, we yeah, we, we yeah we had he some we yeah we had some we had some we definitely had some 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 throwdowns with this team um, during the uh, during the regular season, and, and they do have some pitching. So, going to be really excited to do to go at it again with them. It's going to be a fun series. And uh, look forward to you know, like you said, maybe, maybe, maybe still in a home game uh, while we're yeah. while we're at it, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I won't put anything past this young Rangers team. They've been doing it all year, and uh, you know, I mean, there's no reason to believe that they won't keep doing it. And uh, I imagine they'll come out firing all on all cylinders and having big game Nate on the hill first game up. Let you know that uh, they're serious about this thing. Love it. Love it. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in real quick. Oh, I just oh, wanted to say more. Um, uh, we've had such an uptick in listeners this last week with the Rangers doing so well. We just want, I just want to welcome everybody that's been listening to the show that isn't a regular with the show. Right. We're very happy to have you on board. Um, we're, we're now listened to in all 50 States and over 45 countries across the world. So it's really cool. I never thought that for a million years, I, I believe the first uh, month or so that we did this, we might have had like 20 listens the, to the all the episodes. So for <laughs> us to have so many people on board and people listening all over the country and all over the world, it's really cool. And we just thank you so much for your support. And I hope that we're doing the Rangers uh, the justice that you want done for them. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's really humbling. And, and you know, we, we know we're not the uh, – we know we, we're, we're a couple of jobs. We're just pro wrestlers, man. I'm just a I'm just a big dumb pro wrestler that really likes baseball and have a lot has a lot of free time on his hand. Yeah, and and you know we're just uh we're just we're just out here just trying to trying to give you guys some 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 content and uh you know enjoy and share share our love of Texas Ranger Texas Rangers baseball with y'all. So uh, again, thanks everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on social media. TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And then don't forget to check out uh, our exclusive content, Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we cover all things minor league. And for uh, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. For the 300-pound manimal, this is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the Boys. We are signing out. <laughs>